welcome to EC Pulse, the podcast that beats into the heart of Eurovision. My name's Kylie, hello, hi, and um, I'm just glad that I'm alone in my <laughs> room where I can't get any nasty viruses off anyone. And as always, joining me. My name's John, hello. And, um, prenez garde, je vais parler français. <laughs> Yet again. Yet again. <laughs> so yes, um, the Junior Eurovision Song Contest of 2022 has just happened. And for the second time in the free contest, France has won. Hooray! <laughs> Félicitations, France. Hey! <laughs> Uh, so, uh, before we, um, so, uh, just to go over, um, how this, um, podcast is gonna go over, um, basically we're gonna discuss the show and we're gonna go through the scoreboard in descending order to kind of go into why certain countries got the result that they did and stuff like that, so, um, yeah, so, um, i really enjoyed this show um well it was, as of recording we're recording on the monday night but um so sunday night <laughs> i thought it was really good i was quite taken aback with just how like big armenia we're going with it because like mm. I, I mean i haven't watched the 2011 junior contest in quite a while but from memory it was a bit of a smaller affair but like they apparently this is like the most expensive junior projection ever and so i'm just kind of like impressed with like just how full throttle armenia was going <laughs> with this uh this time around yeah they definitely appear to have increased their budget considerably com compared to last time i mean you wouldn't I guess you wouldn't um, believe it was the same venue if you looked at both um, contests side to side. Yeah. But yeah, they did a really, really good show, and you know it was fab. It was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, shall we go with uh, go get on with uh, discussing um, these results in descending order. Why not? <laughs> okay, so obviously we're going to start off with our winner, which is France. And um, I honestly thought that this was the most impressive performance of the night. And like just after it finished, I actually kind of thought to myself, D you know, is France actually going to witness it again? <laughs> and, uh, and sure enough, my instinct turned out to be pretty correct because like it just... The whole thing just oozed star power to me. I mean, like, it was just like... I kind of feel like with junior songs, you have to have a real X factor. And it, it this performance had it in buckets for me. <laughs> I have to agree. I, I, I didn't see it coming. But yeah, he, his absolute star quality is what I think um, got him the title. And um, maybe some of us will be able to get, go to France next year. And, Yay! Um, and th then we just need the Netherlands to win 
Eurovision and we'll get to have all the experiences we were robbed of in 2021. <laughs> yeah, true, true. So, um, um, so we pretty much expect that France will host again next year. I don't see why not. Um, is it... I think they've already said that they will. Oh, okay, that's good. <laughs> I didn't hmm. see that. So, so but yeah. news. So, um, um, do we think it's going to be in Paris again, or do you think they're going to give one of the other cities a chance? Um, I think they might branch out. I mean, um, it has been mentioned on Twitter that it's so it's um, not that far from the Paris Olympics. Oh yeah. Um, but I don't know, because it's a smaller, much smaller scale event than Eurovision itself. I, I don't know. Yeah, who I knows? Mean, they, might go, they, might, they might go back to the same hall again. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Um, I can't imagine it would be too long before we find out information about like where it's going to be hosted. Um, <laughs> so anything else on France before we go down the scoreboard? No, I think that's all. Okay. So um, next up is a runner-up, which is the host Armenia. And um, yeah, this is like... like the I, <laughs> It's kind of funny how the top two turned out because I do think this was kind of like the second most impressive to me. It just liked... Like the, the whole... The way that the, it just looked visually, it was just like very nice. It was very kind of like... 80s disco kind of thing and that it mm. was it just looks so good and um it's good for the host station that um all probably some of the kids were a bit disappointed that they didn't win again but <laughs> imagine like a lot of the home crowd were happy to <laughs> to to get second in all of this i hope so i hope i hope so um i thought they i thought they'd done it again i thought they were gonna do the double um after, after seeing this performance i thought that they got it in the bag but what do i know <laughs> um i did say on our previous podcast that i am definitely not the target audience for this contest and i really don't know what i'm talking about so that's okay i mean i'm not either so i just i just like try to do my best understanding <laughs> uh, especially because sure. neither of us have kids so it's kind of like <laughs> what do we even know <laughs> no. uh, okay shall we move down to third place sure okay so third place was georgia so th that's pretty good going for them um um it's worth pointing out that it, they got the third place mostly down to jury score. Like uh, people were saying that they were surprised that they didn't do that well in the online vote, but I wasn't mm. that surprised because I was a bit worried that maybe this is a bit too inaccessible for the kiddies. But um, hey, food's nothing to sniff at, so um, yay! I guess you were vindicated in a way in what you said. Um, yeah, the last minute in particular was very powerful stuff. Um, so third is a is a deserved result for this song. Um, I too thought that they probably wouldn't do as well in the online vote, but I thought they'd do better than they did. 
So which is it's quite a shock to me really. Okay. But still third overall. Yeah, I mean they they still give trophies to you second and third, right? So it's not all bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so shall we move down to fourth place? Yeah, please. Yes, I'm so happy about this because Ireland got fourth, which is their best ever result in Junior Eurovision. And I think the first time they've been top five in any Eurovision competition since, God, maybe 97, which is... 1997. Yeah. But, like, I feel so happy because, like... Like people, because you know, um, the Irish broadcast is a very small broadcaster, and people were kind of concerned that Ireland would always struggle in the public vote. And they actually got a pretty decent public vote against all yes. against uh, all expectations. So, um, RTE, what have you got to lose? Please send something in Gaelic, please. <laughs> The ball is in your court. <laughs> You've seen what can be done. Now it's your turn. Yeah. <laughs> Partic- particularly as it's in Liverpool next year, only a ferry crossing away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was it was just that good. And yeah. So Sophie was wonderful and such a wonderful ambassador for her country and, and the. Irish language and the song, the performance, the backdrop, the vocals, the melody, I was just completely swept away. Yeah. And it's nice for um, the Irish language broadcaster who've been persevering at this um, contest for some time um, without much success. I'm glad it's finally paid off. Yeah. With a good result. Yay. A fantastic result. <laughs> Ah, okay, so shall we move down to the fifth place? Mm. Yes, because we came fifth, hooray! And I'm actually <laughs> kind of relieved that we got top five, considering that um, poor Freya kind of had a bit of a rough go of it this week because she was really sick and actually had to miss the jury rehearsal because of it. And I, I kind of worried that that kind of hurt our chances a little bit because if she was able to perform live I think she possibly could have done a bit better but hey like there's nothing you can do about it and we still won the online vote so that's pretty good going so yay (laughs) we won the online vote yes OMG (laughs) I mean wow I know. So, um, yeah, there's no excuses for all of those um, true Brexit gazers out there who are like saying, oh, no one wants to vote for us and stuff like that. Well, um, um, we've now had two um, consecutive contests where we did well in the televote. So um, <laughs> what's your excuse now? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, we may not have won overall, but we won, you know. Yeah. We may not be the we may not be the the winners, but we're still winners. <laughs> They're and all Freya, winners in a way. <laughs> yeah, 
oh, that's true as well. That's absolutely true. And Freya as well, wonderful ambassador. She did so well. Um, she she was poorly. Sophie was poorly as well. And it's it's just amazing what they both managed to achieve. Yeah. With, with such good performances. Yeah. Okay, so let's move down to six, which is Spain, which is like a good rebound considering that they kind of underwhelmed last year. But like, hmm. I thought visually, like even like even though I still have misgivings about a kid performing this kind of song, I thought visually it was very impressive. So um, I think maybe like. I think maybe like after this year, Spain might be getting a bit of well-needed confidence. Maybe. So I mean, I st- I still think they they can win either Junior Eurovision or Eurovision um, yeah. soon. Um, and you know, I had a feeling this would do well, and it did. And second in the online vote, so people responded well. Okay, so let's down, move down to seventh place, which is the Netherlands. Uh, pretty good considering that it was the opener. Um, uh, I, I think maybe, like, I don't know how much running order affects the online vote, com- considering that, you know, you can vote before the show. So, like, and I don't know how many votes you. Um, the EBU gets on the act- during the actual show compared to before. So, um, I, I, what do you think? Do, do you think it has any kind of effect? I mean, it probably stopped them from competing for the win, but um, they, did, they did pretty well. And the seventh in the jury top five with, with the online vote. So, so, I mean, I don't know. I don't know whether they would have got any higher had they been on towards the end i, I really don't know hmm. we'll, we'll never know yeah but i thought this was like a very appropriate opener so like like because like with junior eurovision it's the draw is slightly different uh, they draw who comes who opens who closes and where the host country performs so and um, the netherlands drew first so it kind of accidentally happened that we got a good opener <laughs> a wonderful opener I, this was one of my favorite songs i think it's just such a sweet song ah okay so in eighth place we come to portugal and i'm happy that portugal managed to get a top 10 result with this and they did pretty well in a televote too considering that a few fans were not really giving this a chance. So, um, yay, I'm really happy. Yeah, I think this is this their first top ten. Yeah, I think it is. So, yeah, brilliant. Yay! Brilliant for them. <laughs> okay, so in eighth place... Oh, no, we did just did eighth place. Sorry. Cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll go down to ninth place, which was Ukraine. And, um... This is kind of interesting because, like, the the morning of the on the sat, Sunday morning, uh, I was listening to one of the EC sorry one of the EC Insight podcasts because uh, they were on the ground and um, mm. they were kind of speculating that maybe Ukraine could get like a record breaking televote score because 
you know, people kind of assumed that, oh, because of what happened in May, they, they're going to get another sympathy push or whatever. But they actually did kind of middling in the televote. So um, to a certain bunch of Eurovision fans who are, who are basically being all smug going, oh, you just know that Ukraine is automatically going to win in Liverpool. And well... This goes to show that the that I think that that the initial kind of wave of sympathy has kind of dissipated now. I think this song got the result that it would have got regardless of the circumstances, really. Yeah. And I mean it's still a decent result. Yeah, no, no, nothing to complain about. No. But yeah, I, I get what you mean, exactly. Sorry, okay. So, um, we'll do 10th place and maybe if you want we could just skip over some of these because probably don't have... Yeah, I, I don't have a huge amount to say about all of them, but I do have a few things to say. Okay, so, um, so um, we'll go to 10th place, which is Poland. Um, I kind of feel that... Excuse me feel that maybe running order affected this a little bit because I expect this maybe. to do a bit better but I thought it was like visually really good I thought it was was very well done and like rather typical of uh, Poland and Junior because I feel like they go all out with the visual effects and stuff like that so um yeah I, I like this one so yeah yeah me too I I, I... I think they've probably had better songs in in previous years, and maybe that maybe you know doesn't fit. I think it's a fair result, but you know they still did a, did a good job. Yeah. Okay, so um, if it's okay, we're going to skip down to Serbia a bit. Um, okay. Uh, because um, we mentioned that. Um, Sophie and Freya were sick. Well, um, Katerina also got sick to the point where she couldn't perform live on the Saturday night, Saturday night, Sunday afternoon, rather, and um, had to use the footage from her jury rehearsal, which is really, really quite sad. But I thought it was very cute and well done, and I'm happy she, she did get to play the trombone at the end so um yeah just um i feel a bit sad considering that for her gutted for her to be honest that's never happened at junior before no um so it's really it's really sad that she didn't get her moment but they played the performance and i thought it was wonderful and i think i there were two really nice things um that i was glad that they showcased on on a junior eurovision um um, the fact that she could play an instrument. It's nice yeah. to see that. And um, about doing some ballet dancing as well. Yeah. So, so you know, showing, showing off talents, you know, multi-talented performer. I, I, I just think that's great. And showing kids that, you know, you can, you can play an instrument, you can dance, you can do anything you want, you know. Yeah. And it was a lovely song, one of my favourites. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I did vote for Serbia um, yesterday. 
along with uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> along with Ireland and the Netherlands yeah uh, I voted Ireland Portugal and Serbia so <laughs> yeah and the day before I vo also voted for Ireland but I voted for the UK as well and for Malta Aww. And I'll get on to I'll get on to why I voted for Malta in a bit. Okay, so um, we'll jump right down to Kazakhstan in fifteenth place, second last. Um, this one kind mm. of shocked me, and I yes. wonder if it was due to the running order because it was, it was on third, and I kind of worried that. Uh, it's worth pointing out that because the televote not the televote the online vote rather was kind of like plateaued like there wasn't much between uh, the various countries so the jury basically decided a lot of the placements pretty much because their votes were more spread out were more yeah. kind of do you know what i mean um yeah. so i kind of wonder if like running order is what hurt this and it kind of got forgotten sadly maybe although Kazakhstan do tend to get a very early draw um, but it's never hurt them before so mm. I don't know what I, I really don't know what happened this year and yeah like you said in the online vote it's not likely there was a standout song like there was a few years ago when Poland got a massive online vote um Oh, I, I don't know what happened. Um, I, I was a bit worried for David. I wondered, maybe, was he poorly as well? Um, see, he, bless him, he sounded like he was struggling a little bit. I, I feel really bad for him. Oh, I thought the visuals were, were very nice. I thought they told a nice oh, story. So, yeah, with yeah. a nice performance, yeah. Yeah. Okay, shall we talk about Malta now? Yeah. Yeah, sadly, Malta came last um, again, because they came last a um, couple of years ago. I can't remember when, but yeah, it was definitely recently. So, um, yeah, um, I didn't expect this to lie up the scoreboard or anything, but I was kind of surprised that this finished last. I thought she did a good job of selling the song, even though I've said previously I thought the song was kind of weak. So maybe that was it that um, pulled it down. And um, yeah, I, I was kind of surprised about this one, really. Yeah. Me too. Let, um she really stepped up her performance, didn't she? She really did a good job. Yeah. Of selling this song. And that and that's why I get I gave her a vote. Um, because I was really impressed. And I I just hope she's not too disheartened because she did a good job and it's a shame, you know. Yeah. If some someone has to, someone has to come last. I know, but yeah. you don't want to see anyone come last in a in a junior contest. Yeah, like I I know I've said this, told this story like a thousand times already, but like I I have to reiterate like that the the memory I have of when I was in Bulgaria a few years ago and the North Macedonian girls w wouldn't come out of there 
hotel room after the show because they were crying so much and it just broke my oh, heart man. hearing that story from the head of delegation it was just like yeah oh man i know i mean i tried to i tried to think that you know the the results at the end you know it's just a game and the most important thing is doing a good performance and doing yourself and your country proud yeah but you know, someone has to win, someone has to come last. Yeah. It's a pity. What I what I think, and I might have said this before, I don't know, but um, I wonder if they should maybe just hand out prizes at the end for third, second and first. Yeah, because like... Rather than go through the whole voting procedure. Yeah, because I... Um, the past week I actually read an article, I think it was in Eurovoir, where they talked to the Norwegian head of delegation, Stig Larsson, and hmm. he basically said that Norway are unlikely to come back to Junior Eurovision because they think the current format is too cruel on kids. And I'm speculating maybe it's the results format that's the biggest issue. So I'm thinking maybe if they just announce the top three and then announce the winner and just put the full results up on the website, uh, it, yes. I think maybe that might encourage some of the the Nordic countries to come back. I hope so. I think they should. They should really think about that um for future years i mean they probably won't but <laughs> but i i hope they i hope they do they they you know it is a different event it should be geared towards the the young stars and you know make giving giving them a good experience and you know not putting them under pressure right at the end you know yeah, because like it, the, the article did say, like he, like he didn't say that Norway will never ever come back, but it's kind of but it and they like all they're always every year like have discussions with the EBU about like coming back to junior. So I think maybe yeah. that's something the EBU should take into consideration, maybe because like because like I don't know if they still do young dancers, but I think they still. I know they do young musicians and I think they yeah. just announced the top three and then the winner. So I don't, so like, would it be that much of a miss if we changed the results format to get rid of the, the scoring like adult Eurovision? Like would people really miss that? I don't think so. I mean, we've had an, quite a lot of un, uncomfortable moments, um, seeing the young singers in the green room when the when the points come in or don't come in and mm, not good yeah i don't think <laughs> okay so um are there any other performances you want to um bring up because we did skip a couple so um i just want to say how good albania was caitlin sang brilliantly yeah so just just want to mention her yeah, I have to say that the Italian song kind of grew on me throughout the week. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> good. I think it did me as well, and also the uh, kids from Macedonia did a good job too. Yeah, good, good, good. Okay, so anything else about Junior before we wrap this up? 
Um, I can't really think of anything. Oh, yeah, the, the um, number of viewers are coming out gradually. And um, it the, in the UK, it wasn't, it was just under a million, which I was expecting a few more. But the thing is, nobody really watches television on a Sunday afternoon, so it was yeah. kind of expected. Yeah, I'm just wondering, like, is that more than the average Sunday afternoon viewers or stuff like I don't that? Because I know I did read somewhere that the EBU are looking at possibly changing what when Junior Eurovision comes out. And I think that's partly because there's more western countries in now yes. so they might want to change it to a time that's more suitable for that region so who knows well if they want more people to tune in i think it would it's worth looking at yeah um yeah i mean it's disappointing but it, it, it is what it is i guess yeah and i hope i hope it's not going to put off the BBC from persevering. I think I think the delegation certainly really want to continue. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, and considering we won the online vote, I think we've got got a chance of, of um, doing really well again going forward. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I also heard that because um, usually Italy had it on Rye Gulp, which is basically their equivalent of CBBC. Uh, but I yes. heard that they put that this year they put it on Rye Uno, so that's hmm. kind of interesting. I hope this is um, a step in the right direction for the contest. Yeah, definitely. Because um... like, because I was just thinking about it earlier. Because like, I remember. 10 years ago when in 2012 like people were like like speculating like was that going to be the last ever junior eurovision but like it seems like it's well even though we had a couple of dropouts for understandable reasons i mean no one mm. could afford to pay for anything at the moment but i think yeah. it seems to be pretty the status of junior eurovision seems to be pretty healthy now is far gone beyond all our expectations certainly and um on that note it was it was nice um it was nice to see um some of the former winners back wasn't it yeah like the little 20 years of junior eurovision montage yeah I remember one tweet saying that, you know, this winner's montage is just basically I am getting old in musical form or something like that, oh, which just kind of made me like, because I, I think we mentioned in the last um, episode that we were both 15 when the first Junior Eurovision happened. So it's yeah. we're now in our mid 30s and it's just kind of like, oh, <laughs> I've <laughs> I vividly remember watching the first Jesk, actually. Uh, I was aware that Junior Revision was happening, but I didn't watch because I was a sulky 15-year-old and I was kind of at that stage of like, oh, I'm too old and cool to watch children's stuff nowadays. So, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it weird watching watching the contest on a television set? I know, and with commentary as well. It was just I like know. alien to me. 
<laughs> I mean, people outside the UK are probably wondering what we're talking about. But yeah, it's been a very long time since it was on a, on the TV here. I mean, maybe not. I mean, it was Wales took part. So I don't know. We, But you were probably in oh, New Zealand I... at the time, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Yeah. So I couldn't yeah, watch so it you on missed SLC. Out on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I do want to say that, you know, even though, like, our commentators kind of did a few slip-ups, like, talking over songs and stuff like that, but I, I kind of give them a pass because, you know, it, it is clearly their first time and they don't have experience with doing Eurovision commentary, but, like, I was pleasantly surprised to see that they were, like being very positive like it's not like we it wasn't like adult where it's just kind of like snarky comments about their outfits and stuff like that it was just generally like oh aren't these kids amazing and stuff like that which was kind of like nice to hear yeah that's where we want to be yes our, our, Euro our eurovision commentator can be a bit bitchy at times <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh Okay, so I think that's gonna wrap things up. So, um, yes. just uh, before we go, we're just gonna do some admin just so you, the listeners, can know what's gonna what to expect within the next few weeks. So, um, excuse me, uh, this is gonna be our last Eurovision podcast of 2022. Uh, we will do an episode on our spin off podcast about pop music in 1993 because that. That's wrapping up on BBC Four, so that's a good time to do it. So that'll probably be done in about a week's time. And then at the beginning of February, we're going to open uh, the Google Docs to, for you for you guys to send in your favourite British Eurovision songs for our UK special. Because we did do a vote earlier in the year of like what to do. So what we're going to do is that we're going to do a full-blown... UK special because we're hosting and like you said you wanted that the viewers so um we're gonna do that and then shortly afterwards uh oh no what am I saying so we're gonna do that in like um beginning of January and then we'll start doing our national coverage I think maybe we'll do it just before Better Dawn Fest because like, because, you know, January is usually pretty slow, <laughs> even uh, even though we'll have, like, two songs now and Melody Grand Prix will have started. So, like, we're just going yeah. to wait until the end of January to do that. And our first national final podcast of 2023, we will do a revote on your favorite Ukrainian entries because we kind of felt that it was a bit too soon to do a re-review of like the Ukraine special so we just we, so what we decided to do is that we're going to do a re-vote of what your favorite Ukrainian entries are and then we'll announce the results on that first national final podcast so that's what to expect for the next few weeks so yay yeah and we do have some new Ukrainian songs to throw into that reviews um that vote so interesting to see if the winner is the same or there is someone else yeah definitely so yeah we will do like a comparison between the two so it'll be interesting so, to see how much that changes so yeah <laughs> mm. 
Okay, so that's it. So, un so until next time, goodbye. Au revoir, mes amis. Ha, 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 ha.